Positive, where we try to keep it positive. And here is your amazing host, Travis Timmons. What's up? What's up? You are listening to Keeping It Positive, and this is your host, Travis Timmons. Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Positive. I'm so glad that you guys have joined me this week. This is week two of strengthening your mind, body, and soul. And this week, we're going to be talking about strengthening your body. Uh, a few announcements. Last week, we shared our giveaway. So check it out on our social media. We have a 100th episode giveaway that is uh, still going on right now. And you have until next Sunday to have the chance to win that. And then we also have a few fall photo sessions if you're in the local Orlando area. Uh, so hit me up for that as well. And then, of course, do not forget that we have Motivational Monday every Monday morning uh, to bring you some positivity and get your week started. So last week we chatted with Drew from Drew Fitness and it was our first week of strengthening your mind, body and soul. And he started us off with our mind. Our mind, I feel like, is one of the hugest, uh, most important parts of our fitness journey and health journey and life journey. But this week we're going to continue our series on strengthening our mind, our body. I'm sorry, strengthening our body. And I'm so excited because this week we are speaking with Trevor Lomax. He is I, I can't believe, listen, I found him on TikTok, funny story, found him on TikTok and then on social media, and he is all about fitness. So Trevor, how's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Listen, real quick before we get started, give everybody your social media because I want them to check out what I'm talking about. Yeah, so my social media is just at Trevor Lomax, T-R-E-V-O-R-L-O-M-A-X, all one word. I will give you a little disclaimer. Right now, I'm going through like job application processes, so my social media might be private. Request me. I'll let you join. Um, I'm not going to deny anybody, but I just have to do that for a little bit, probably till the end of the year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, I, you have a TikTok, and is that Trevor mm-hmm. Lomax as well? Yeah, they're all the same on, on TikTok, on um, Instagram, on uh, Facebook, if you want to add me there as well. Right, right. Okay. So Trevor, how's it going? What's been going on? What you've been doing since COVID hit? <laughs> uh, I've been I've been really great. I mean, um, you know, COVID definitely slowed down what I do. Of course, I'm a, I'm a sports dietitian. Work here at the University of Virginia, and um, you know, we had our couple months off. We got back to business. Things are really weird, really different this year. But you know, we're pushing through. COVID's been weird again, but you know. All you can do is roll with the punches and keep moving forward. Right. So working uh, from home and you know taking that time off, how did it how did it affect you with your fitness journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really difficult. Um, I traditionally am a bodybuilder. It's what I've been doing for the past you know probably ten years, and it was tough. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening know. You know, you don't have the same access to equipment. You don't have the same access to um, cardio equipment just all these different things that you may need to continue your fitness journey and i i'm blessed my mom is a personal trainer so um real quick i ran up to northern virginia i grabbed a couple dumbbells i had a set of 70s i had a set of uh, 30s and i had a set of fives and that's all i had to work with so unfortunately i lost 15 pounds but um i know most people would probably think that's a blessing but as a bodybuilder it's the opposite of what you want and um, it was tough but i've worked back i'm and i'm right back where i was and keeping on keeping on now okay so tell us a little bit about who you are what you do and you know just give the listeners a little sneak peek 
Absolutely. So for me growing up, um, I was bullied a lot and that really took a toll on my self-confidence. Um, you know, I was one, I was a homebody. I, I played a lot of video games, just kind of kept to myself. I didn't want to deal with other people cause it was all a really bad experience most of the time. Right. And then as I grew up, um, my mom's personal trainers, I said, I kind of neglected my fitness. I, I didn't want to go that way. My mom was always in the gym. And to me, it was the gym was uh, some something that took my mom away from me. So I kind of had a negative attitude towards it. And then um, I started lifting when I started playing lacrosse in high school. And I just kind of felt like I had this natural knack for it. I mean, essentially, I'd grown up in the gym because of my mom. And I, I just picked it up real fast. I started to realize all the benefits of it outside of just your body. You know, right, that right. What's the, the way it affects your mind, the way it affects um, your overall mood. And I kind of grew out of my shell because of it. And then uh, when I was in college, I was studying computer science. I decided it was not for me. I was not uh, like the other people in my major. I wasn't going home and coding more. I was going to the gym and then figuring out what I could eat to, to see the best results. Right. And then I switched to dietetics. So now I'm a registered dietitian. I work in sports nutrition, which is a very new up and coming field. I work m- primarily with the UVA football team, um, which has been really fun fast pace is exciting working with some guys that you know could go to the league and uh yeah that's what i do and just looking on to move move on from here wow so let's talk about this what motivates you 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 know you motivate everybody else because i see mm-hmm. your social media that's all you're about but what motivates you to you know to continue on this journey yeah that's a great question i think for me it's it's at first it was for myself and now it's kind of for others and you know, when you first start, it should be about you. It should be a little bit selfish. It should be about improving yourself. But, you know, as I've grown on my journey and I feel like I've gotten to this really good place, I, I want to do it to inspire others. It, right. It's the best feeling in the world when you can help others make a better version of themselves. Everybody has um, things that have traumatized them in the past. They have things that maybe have slowed them down. Maybe there have been huge obstacles in their life. But when it comes down to it, Seeing somebody else moving forward, moving on past their traumas, past their dark places really inspires you to continue to move forward and and change your own life. And when everybody really works on themselves, we just live in a better society, you know, more great things happen, more people helping people. And right. it just kind of it kind of explodes from there. Right, right. So now last week we talked about the mind and how it affects our health and, you know, mm-hmm. how, it, how you just even said that it can, you know, affects your mood when you get healthy and get fit. So mm-hmm. what do you think, if you had to quick mm-hmm. off the bat decide, what are three key yeah. things to get getting healthy? Like, you know, not only mentally, but let's talk about eating and mm-hmm. let's talk about, you know, cardio and all that. What are three things that For you sure. think are important? Yeah, of course. I have to start with It's hard to boil this down to three key things. I, know. <laughs> I had to put three key things on it. Um, yeah, your nutrition is of utmost importance. I think that's got to be one of them. Number two is finding movement that you enjoy, that you can stay consistent with. And I think number three is really focusing on your recovery. You know, people really think, you know, to get more fit, you need more gym, more cardio. But when it really comes down to it, it, your body recovers and grows and really gets a lot of the benefits when you're in those resting phases. Right, right. So what is, you know, how, what does something like that look like for a beginner, you know, who's wanting Mm -hmm. to get in the gym? How does it, you know, or how much cardio am I, just roughly not, you don't have to give details, but um, Mm -hmm. roughly a schedule for a week, you know? Absolutely. I think the the first thing you have to 
remember is that everybody's going to be different and what's going to be sustainable is going to be very different for each individual. And that's the first thing you have to look at because when it comes down to it, consistency is the most important factor to getting healthy. So I don't really tell people to, Hey, go and change your entire lifestyle. If you go and completely overhaul everything right out of the gate, unfortunately, you're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to have setbacks and it's going to be really hard to sustain. I always tell people, make a couple changes that are going to be most sustainable for them. So for some people, that means going and hitting a couple cardio sessions a week because it's something maybe they enjoy or something that they can keep keep up with. Right. Maybe for other people, that's getting in the gym and, and lifting some weights, getting outside and walking, mm-hmm. going and playing sports with friends. Find something that you can stick to and that you can stay consistent with to build momentum and build a sense of self-efficacy that's going to allow you to continue it to make more changes. And when you continuously make a change, stick with it, make another change, stick with it, make another change before you know it, your life may be completely overhauled and you're living that healthy lifestyle that people seek out. Right. Right. So now say I'm working out and I'm, you know, I've been doing it for a while and I hit this kind of plateau. Do you believe in those, mm-hmm. those things? Do you believe that, you know, we hit those patches where we just stop losing weight? Yeah, I think that plateaus are a real thing, but they're not the end-all, be-all. When right. somebody hits a plateau, it's because your body has adapted to the changes that you've made and the and the environment that you have put it into, right? So right. if you're trying to lose weight and then you stop, it's because your body's adapted. And that's not a bad thing. Our bodies are built for survival. If you think way back to, you know, let's say cavemen, right? right. Cavemen and cave women were, were just trying to survive, and that's what your bodies are, are built for. But then... When it comes down to it, we live in a different era. We live in a different time period where we don't necessarily, not always, have to worry about survival. Now it's it's adapting to this new environment that we're thriving in. And because of that, there are some new specific challenges. So if your body does hit a plateau, it's because you've just adapted to what you're doing and then something needs to change. Right. And sometimes for somebody who's dieting, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, then maybe that's not dieting for a while. Your body gets used to it. It tries to adapt. It doesn't want to lose weight because your extra fat on your body is actually a survival mechanism. And when it starts to lose the survival mechanism, your body gets worried and tries to adapt. That means we need to make change. We need to figure out what's going to work. And maybe that is stopping dieting. Get your body back in a healthy spot. Our body doesn't want to diet. Get back in that healthy spot. Get it back to kind of a baseline homeostasis. And then you can go back and start dieting again when your body's recovered. Right. So what do you think about diets? What do you think about intermittent fasting? Do you believe in those things? Yeah, Yeah, this is a tough one because we live in a a society that's ridden with diet culture. It's ridden with diet messages from the media, social media. Your friends and family are all talking about dieting. And dieting has even become this thing that's almost uh, celebrated. And if you're on a diet, hey, good for you. Hey, you're working on yourself. But the thing is that focusing on weight-based changes and body-based changes sometimes is a losing strategy. And I would argue more often than not is a losing strategy because what are we doing? We're looking at ourselves in the mirror. We're tearing ourselves down. We're telling ourselves that we're not good enough. Right. But when in reality, just like, you know, the reason you have this podcast, this is just, it's about being positive. It's about, um, you know, uh, affecting others with happiness and being able to motivate each other. Right. And that's really what, fitness should be so instead of looking at your body as something that's not complete think about all the amazing things your body has done for you and take that and run with that and continue to challenge your body and 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 make it do and help help it do more for you and that's 
by creating a good workout program, whether that's in the gym or outside of the gym, doing something you love, like playing sports, nourishing your body for all the amazing things that it does for you. And when you change your paradigm and look at it in more of, I'm here to improve myself rather than I'm here to change something I don't like about myself. That's when things really open up and get interesting. And what's funny is things that kind of just fall into place after that. And then before you know it, you're at your original goal anyway, but because you reframed it, you made it sustainable. You made it something that brings you happiness and thus you end up at your end goal either way. Right. So the way, you know, I like how you're explaining it. You're explaining it as though, you know, we're making this as a lifetime thing. It's a life change. It's not so much a diet or, you know, working out just to lose weight. It's changing Mm -hmm. little things piece by piece to eventually see the full goal. Absolutely. You nailed it on the head. It's really about creating sustainable behavior changes. There are behaviors that got you to where you are now, where you feel like maybe you feel that sense of inadequacy or you feel that sense of something needs to change here or or maybe even hatred for your body. But it's really just the behaviors that are also going to get you out, you know, and and that's why I always talk about consistency, because if you're consistent in a negative direction, well, you're going to get more into that negative direction. If you're consistent in a positive direction, well, then you're going to be consistent and move into that positive direction. Right, right. So let's talk about really quick being a dietitian. So being a dietitian, yeah. you have to, <laughs> it's all about food. You know, you're kind of, we've touched a lot on fitness, but that's not even mm-hmm. really your focus. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so it is, up, I guess, because it comes together, but. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's an interesting journey because especially when you go into sports dietetics, um, my master's degree is in exercise physiology. So I do have that background. I am a certified strength conditioning coach, but I would say the major focus is on nutrition. And I think it's interesting because um, when we think about getting fit, I think people first think about um, either going on a diet or they think about going and starting a workout program. But it's really kind of in between might even be the better option for some people. Maybe it's more focusing on getting in whole foods that are going to nourish your body and make you feel good. You know, and again, that goes along with reframing your right. intention. You know, right. I, I love my body, so I want to nourish it rather than I don't like my body. So I want to restrict it. Right. right. So what are going to be a few tips for someone who's wanting to start not a diet, but a new mm-hmm. lifestyle eating, you know, habits, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the first thing is, is working on reframing your mindset. And it's hard because you know, no, no matter how old you are, I'm 26 years old, and that's 26 years essentially that I've gotten messages. Even though my mom is a personal trainer, she still, still fell in a lot of those diet culture traps that right. of sending negative messages. So I still grew up with a lot of that stuff. Um, and and the first thing is to really work on your mindset and reframe those things. And it's hard, and it's not going to come overnight. It's going to be the same thing where it's consistency. It's consistently talking yourself out of some of those negative mindsets. That's number one. Now, right. if we're talking more tangible advice. I think the first thing that anybody can do to improve their health is start adding stuff. I love thinking about adding stuff because, again, it follows suit with that positive mindset of giving myself more because my body deserves it, because my body is this amazing machine that has allowed me to get to where I am today. Right. So I, I always talk about adding in more fruits and vegetables. I think that's the hardest thing for everybody because maybe they don't like them. But I always say if you don't like fruits and vegetables, it's because you don't know how to prepare them. You don't know how to mix them. You don't know how to, uh, you know, uh, flavor them so that right. they taste good. And there's a million ways to cook every single vegetable. So you're going to find one that you like as long as you keep trying. It's right. frustrating, time consuming, 
But if this is something that's important to you, and if you want to function at the highest capacity that your body, that your amazing body can, then this is something that you deserve. Right, right. I agree. Okay, so we have a question, a viewer's question. So we already answered the first part of it. She, Tiffany asked what was a good workout, workout routine. Mm-hmm. Well, how much cardio should she be doing is what she asked as the second part. So how much cardio a week or you know a day? Mm-hmm. Or should cardio be in every workout? Yeah, that's a great question. And the first thing I'm going to say, Tiffany, it depends on your goals. You know, the, the, um, the recommendation is three times a week for 30 minutes if you're t- looking at cardiovascular health, okay, which is definitely a very important part. If you're looking at losing weight, if you're looking at um, getting better at cardiovascular-based exercise, like if you want to be a runner or you, you know, want to be able to hike large mountains so you just stare separate from that you find yourself on all the time, then your goals are going to vary. Right. So it really depends. It's hard to answer that question in a vacuum without more information on Tiffany's goals. But I would say if you're doing three times a week, find something that's comfortable for you, right? Maybe Tiffany, 30 minutes, it seems like a lot. So maybe you start out with five or 10 minutes and you work your way up over time. Again, right. it doesn't have to be a complete overhaul because if you do some cardio and you hate it or you, um, you, know, you find it hard or maybe even it makes you sore, then maybe working up is the better option. I'll be right. completely honest. I'm not the biggest fan of cardio in my own workout program. It's just not something I like to do. I'm more of a lifting weights type of guy. Right. And because of that, I don't do a ton of cardio. You know, I kind of mix it into my, into my lifting by doing higher volumes, you know, more reps, more, more weight, you know, um, you know, sets of 15 to 20. And that kind of gets my heart racing. And because of that, if I can keep it up, then I'm still getting a very similar benefit. Right. Now, say, for example, real quick, we're almost done. If, say, for example, someone wants to lose weight and they don't do cardio, mm-hmm. would those, will they still get results? Yeah, absolutely. Cardio is not essential. And a lot of the time when you're on a weight loss program, then people utilize cardio as a way and means to lose weight. Right. When it comes down to it, changing your weight is all about calorie balance. Okay, so, you know, if we're looking like you talked about earlier, uh, you know, intermittent fasting, keto diet, if you're looking at whole 30, all of those diets just do a different thing to get your body into a calorie deficit, because when it breaks down to the science, that's how it works. Right. So let's look at intermittent fasting, right? That's about decreasing the window of time in which you're eating. And thus, you're probably going to eat less throughout the day. Right. Keto, you're cutting out an entire macronutrient group, you know, between the three protein, fat and carbs, you're removing carbs. Typically, people like carbs. They eat a lot of high-carbohydrate foods. If you're cutting out an entire food group, and especially you're eating protein and fat, which are the two most satiating groups, the two groups that make you feel the most full, well, you're probably going to eat less, right? And it follows suit. So what does cardio do? It's just the opposite side of the equation. Instead of the intake side, it's the output side. So if you're doing more cardio, you're going to expend more calories, and thus you have a higher chance to lose weight. Now, of course, you have to consider calories that you're eating. You have to consider how much exercise you're doing outside of just cardio. You have to consider how much exercise you get in your day. You work right. an active job. You work a sedentary job like most of us. So those are all things you need to consider. It's not just cardio in a vacuum that's going to make the difference. Right. Well, Trevor, thank you so much for joining us today. It was, it, I learned a lot from myself. Awesome. That's what I'm here for. Now, listen, I do something every Monday. It's called Motivational Monday. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you to do this before the show started, but I'm asking you now. Uh, if you could leave the listeners with any piece of motivation, mm-hmm. uh, what would you leave them with? 
Absolutely. I think the biggest thing is knowing that failure is not an end-all be-all. Failure is only failure if you completely give up and drop yourself out of the game. Failure is just an opportunity to learn from yourself. And when it comes to fitness and nutrition, that's a huge thing is we feel like we failed these diets. We feel like we don't, we fail going to the gym. We're not good at it, but it's just a learning opportunity to get better. Everything that you do in your life, whether it's fitness, nutrition, whether it's in your career or your relationships, if something doesn't work out, it's not telling you no. It's telling you either work harder. It's telling you try a new, um, a new, a new wake of coming at it. It's it's not saying no. It's saying you got this. Keep trying. You're gonna learn. Right. And if you keep working at this, I promise you, as long as you stay tenacious on it, as long as you keep working hard, you're gonna get there. I promise. Very good. How can they find you again on social media? Yeah, again, so it's just at Trevor Lomax, T-R-E-V-O-R. Last name is Lomax, L-O-M-A-X. And you can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. And again, I'm on a little hiatus because I'm currently uh, switching jobs. So you can uh, request. I will um, accept anybody. All my content is still on there. So just send a request. I'll accept you. And then we can talk more. Feel free to send me a message, too. All right, Trevor, I appreciate you. Uh, go check him out, Trevor Lomax, on all social media platforms. And we are coming down to the end of the show. I want to thank you guys for joining me this week. If you like this week's episode, go ahead and give it a share. And then, of course, hit us up on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and hit that subscribe button so you get a new uh, – it tells you every week. Uh, if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, you can send us a DM on social media, Keeping It Positive Podcast, or you can just go ahead and check out our website at keepingitpositivepodcast.com. Thank you guys for joining me this week. I hope you enjoyed. I will see you guys next week for another episode. Until next time, don't forget to keep it positive. This has been another episode of Keeping It Positive, and we want to thank you for joining us on this journey and going along with us every week as we bring you new topics, new content each week. Tune in next Saturday for another great episode.